Oh, hi there, Mr. Craig. Uh, th- thank you so Blanc. much for... Benoit Blanc. Okay, Mr. Blanc. Um, yes. Mr. Benoit. Um, it's very nice of you to take your time out of your schedule to come into the office. Oh, and, uh, it's to, an to meet absolute us. pleasure to be here with you today. Oh. Andrew, is it? That is the one. Nice yeah, to yeah. meet you, Andrew. Thank you. And yourself, Ben Benoit. 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 Blanc. Blanc. Not... Okay, Benoit. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for coming here. I'm, I've noticed you're still doing your accent. Accent? Uh, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the accent that's in your last film, you know, from the character. Oh, Knives Out. You're talking that's about the, Knives yeah. Out. Why, why are you still still doing the accent? Well, you know me. Uh, as an actor, you've got to be a method in how you do things hmm, okay well fair enough i i can i can kind of sense you're channeling a bit of your uh underwood there a bit of a, a bit of a kevin spacey going on oh maybe kevin spacey it's hmm. uh it's interesting you bring him up actually because i just finished watching the end of house of cards oh yeah very oh, yeah. recently with a good old frank underwood kevin spacey and uh I think we can all tell who the Joker was in that House of Cards, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I see what you because did there. Because it's a deck of cards, and yes, there's a, has a Joker in it, and and he's, he's a, the Joker. Kevin Spacey is the Joker I in see. the deck. Yeah, um, because of because of all the the pedophilia. Hello and welcome to Realize in Dreams Club's film and TV podcast. My name is Chris and I'm joined today by my good friend Andrew. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm very good. I'm I'm a bit annoyed that I missed Daniel Craig just then. Yeah, it was good. It was great having him in. Oh, he goes by Benoit Blanc now. Benoit Blanc. Yeah, I don't know. You do, that's the character he plays in. I know. I think he's. Up. I think he's. Um, he's fully in the character still during the old. Um, the kind of press run for this film. Um, Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was very nice though. Yeah. Um, didn't speak too highly of Kevin Spacey, though. Oh, fair enough. That's weird. Can't imagine why. No. Um, so, today on Realize, we are actually going to be talking about uh, Knives Out, directed, directed and written by yes. Ryan Johnson. Absolutely. Um, before we get into that, though, I just want to... Um, I, I, I kind of want to know, like, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Is there any, anything interesting? You know, I've, I've thrown this at you. Out Good of question. Blue, but is there anything interesting you've been watching at the moment? Because... I know there's some stuff that we want to talk about in the future of mm, this. Um, yeah, there will be this podcast a bit. But I'm just wondering if there's any like yes. any films you've seen or anything on TV at the moment. Um, um, I have recently been trying to get a couple of friends into the leftovers. Oh, nice! So I have seen various little snippets of again of it. I watched the first episode of the first series again. I was like, oh, I love it. Um, I'm just trying to convince my housemate to actually get into it, and he's quite he's kind of on board with it now. Awesome! So I've got a couple of people watching that. Leftovers which is, is like the um, it's the film ver- it's a TV um, adaptation of Death Stranding, isn't it? Yes, that is the one. That is exactly the one. So great, great collab going on between Hideo Kojima and Damon Lindelof. Uh, I've been watching. Watchmen as well. Excellent. I was going to talk about that. So I, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking we should. We'll do an episode on Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I don't think mm. we've talked about this, but no, when, when Watchmen, I think we're on. We're about to have episode six, six. today or and tomorrow. There's nine out of nine. Yeah. Nice. So we're getting towards the business end of Watchmen. And yeah. if you are listening to this and you haven't watched Watchmen yet, um, you've got to. Yeah. You've got to get on it's it. So good. Um, like. I mean, when did this go out? I guess there'll be you, you, this will go out before the series ends for sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, you'll definitely have time to catch up on yeah. it because it's really good. I, I actually found myself like I think the first couple of episodes like not mm. super into mm-hmm. it, like enjoying it but not yeah. really. But then it just when it clicked, it was really started hitting home. So. Yeah, I but think we'll, we'll go into loads of detail on that. Um, I think episode six is where people have seen up to so people right, haven't seen okay. 789 so we're getting to the end of where people wrote their reviews of all kind of did their thoughts on the show yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see where it goes after that amazing um, uh yeah but we'll do loads we'll, we'll talk yeah. in a lot of detail about um about yeah. watchmen when we uh 
when it's over. Yeah. When the first season's over. I also actually, last week with a couple of friends, watched um, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. that. Film with Tom Ford, Tom Ford, the director. Um, yeah, I watched it again. Really, really dark film at times. Something weird. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. The, is it Amy Adams and Amy Ryan Adams. Gosling? No, no. it's... Um, uh, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's up. like the film in a film in yeah. a film, yeah. and the end is ooh, the end is <laughs> so despairing. Um, another thing I want to mention, yeah, is, well, have you have you um, seen anything? I am very, I'm, I think I'm like seven episodes into the third season of The Crown. Oh yeah, on Netflix. So obviously it's about uh, Queen Elizabeth II mm-hmm. um, and the royal family and. The season one and two starred Claire Foy and Matt Smith as uh, Elizabeth yes. II and Prince Philip, and it was brilliant. I just, we, me and my wife just, started, we put it on and just out of just on a whim, really, and yeah, yeah. absolutely amazing. It, like, re- got really hooked on it. Like yeah. last weekend, we watched like five episodes yeah. of season three and all in one go. People love it. It's People so really good, love and, it. and so obviously season three, they've done a big jump into the nineteen uh, sixties. So I think, um, I think season one was the season one and two were like the early 50s okay um and then season three has jumped into the mid 60s and olivia coleman is playing um elizabeth ii and a guy whose name i can't remember (laughs) is playing prince philip but he is amazing yeah and i actually i googled him when i was watching it last night because i thought there was this particular episode that's focused on him Mm. was incredible yeah such a good single episode of it and um, the guy that plays him is the guy that played Ed Tully in Game of Thrones. Ed um, Which one's Ed Tully? He's the guy that was... I've wiped all the It was his wedding. At the, the, red, the red wedding was his wedding. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah I and know. And he just randomly pops up again right at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, I don't want to talk yeah, about Yeah, let's not talk about it. Um, but he's absolutely incredible as, okay. um, as Prince Philip. And the, the score is amazing. It also this really cool job of... Um, like picking up random bits of history of events, like maybe it was a massive events that happened, mm. but these individual events that happen at these points in history, yeah, and seeing an interesting perspective of them, obviously from the royal family, and yeah, yeah, um, really, really cool show, yeah, really enjoyed it, um, yeah, fantastic. So, no, yeah, yeah, I need to watch it. I haven't actually, I haven't watched any of it. It's yeah, been I think one of those like constantly. 10 episodes yeah yeah it's constantly on my list of things to watch so yeah sure Hans Zimmer does the score as well it's very excellent it's very good very emotive yeah. so fantastic um this week we are going to be talking about a little film called Knives Out yep um as I mentioned at the beginning which has an all-star cast which we'll go through in a bit yeah um now we were we were lucky enough to actually go and see this film a bit early yes we went to the London Film Festival to see this um on its European premiere yeah, which was fact, which was great. Um, Ryan Johnson came out at the beginning. Yeah, with, speech with Don Johnson. Yeah, as well. He was pretty wicked seeing Who, him. Who is also in he's Watchmen. In the Watchmen. <laughs> His character is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, um, so that was quite cool. Uh, it was it was it was annoying. I, I don't think we. I don't know if Watchmen had started when we'd seen that yet. I maybe it was about to. There would have been trailers though, but yeah. I didn't really, it was only until after I started watching Watchmen that I realised he that guy that we saw was in Watchmen. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, so we got to go and see yep. this um, a bit. Uh, I think it's just about, it's just come it's out. It's literally just come out yep. this weekend, I think. Um, and basically the premise of the film um, is it is a kind of modern take on a Agatha Christie yeah. whodunit. And yeah. it fo- there's so many sort of classic Agatha Christie tropes that it follows, yes. including having a um, a sort of, I, can't remember, I don't know how to explain it really, but just a sort of know-it-all... Um, detective come yeah. in to sort of try and save the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, which in this kind of is a little bit different. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of, you know, Daniel Craig's character, Benoit Blanc. Yeah, is Benoit the Hercule Poirot of the... Uh, with a big southern draw. With a southern draw. <laughs> um, and it's a really, like, really cool film. I found when we were watching it as well, it's just mm. laugh out loud. Yeah, genuinely. I was really surprised. I, I was... From the trailers, you could see it was kind of a stylish, stylistic kind of thing. But I was like, I didn't think it was going to be so funny. Like it was genuinely yeah. very, very funny for quite a long, for quite for most of it, really. Um, very, very quick, snappy conversations. Really clever script. Oh, the script um, is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, um, so like the the actual cast, of the film. So yeah, let's go through that. Actually. Daniel Craig, who we had in just now. Yeah. Um, obviously playing Benoit Blanc, the Hercule Poirot, the private detective. Yeah. Uh, to come in to solve this 
potential murder. Mm. Um, Chris Evans. Yeah. So uh, basically, there's a whole family, and it's the yes. patriarch of this family who who has died, and obviously he's the, obviously he's very wealthy. It's in a big estate house. Yeah. Um, is so, he a writer? He's a he's, he's a, he's a murder like a writer. Murder mystery writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, he dies, and obviously the family are all. You know, they're wondering who's going to benefit from it. Yeah. So who's got the motive to have killed him, potentially. And, yeah, because um, it, it starts with he he's found with his throat slit open yeah. and a knife in his hand. So yeah. everyone assumes it's suicide initially. However... Because there's a suicide note. Is, yes, is there a note? I yeah. think there's a note, yeah. yeah. Um, but then it's where... That's kind of where it goes so, from there. So the family, basically, are all mm. played um, by these people. So Chris Evans is his youngest son? Uh, yes, would be... No, he... His grandson. He's his grandson. Grandson. Um, R- R- Ransom, is it? Yes, Ransom. Yeah, yeah, yeah grandson yeah. then. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's his daughter. Who's his daughter. Michael Shannon, who is his son. Yeah. Um, Don Johnson's character is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, so... It's weird. It's like a month ago. I'm trying to remember yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way it all goes. Tony Collette is... The... She is married to Michael Shannon? Yes. No. Well, I'm not sure now. They've got this. I'm not, I've got. I've literally got Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do have the same surname. Yes, I think she is. Think so she yeah, is. she is. Yeah. She is. Um, she's so good in this film. She she's absolutely amazing. <laughs> the last two films I watched her in are Hereditary and, and then this. this. Yeah, and it's the funniest turnaround of a character. Yeah. actor. Um, then obviously there's sort of there's younger characters who are like the proper like granddaughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of them is a um like an alt-right internet <laughs> troll. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> brilliant. Um, he's the one in the toilet, isn't it? He's the one in yeah. the toilet. You can tell Ryan Johnson literally had such fun writing some of these characters. Did, yeah. did you see any of the stuff that came out after this came out about how he wrote some of the script? No, no. Uh, there's a really good um, uh, art interview with him where, because oh, obviously the last film that he directed before Knives Out was The Last Jedi. Yes. Um, hugely controversial hugely controversial film and obviously um, you know it was a you know it did obviously really well and people mm. have different views on Last Jedi and what it was and I think we're probably going to do a Star Wars deep yes. dive at some point in, yeah, before like or to. after like, Rise, Rise of Skywalker comes out um, but he one of the things you know there's the there's the line that was in all the trailers where Chris Evans is sort of looking at the family and just goes eat shit yes eat shit, yeah, shit. yeah 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 basically some of the lines that came up from that were tweets sent to him that he like, uh, <laughs> thought was so hilarious that he put into this script amazing um, so i thought that was great yeah um, yeah but uh yeah so obviously that all right the all right sort of troll character absolutely yeah. hilarious um there is um a few other side characters like um uh the other police characters christopher Plummer plays um the guy who dies yeah um, Har- Harlan Th- Thromby. That's the one. Yeah, it's a great I'm name. Just about to get that, yeah. Um, and then Anna De Armas is the other main character. She is yeah. the um, like Harlan's nurse. Yes. Who kind of like looks after kind of him. Kind of semi going down. Yeah. Um, so those are all the characters, and then obviously it's kind of like a and Benoit Blanc comes in. It's kind of a classic who done it. Yeah. Murder mystery. Um, so literally, Ryan. When I remember when Ryan Johnson walked off the stage when he yeah. was, he said, you know, it's a classic who done it and, yeah. and then obviously the film starts and within the first 10 minutes it's not at all yeah. but I, I kind of don't I'm kind of thinking because yeah, the film's just not, come out I don't yeah, want to I don't want to spoil, wanna spoil um, you know who did it or yes, whatever like that. I, just, I kind of want to leave that so that people yeah. can go and find out for themselves but um, yeah I think I think what's I think what's so great is as you say it, it's billed as a, a reinvention of the who done it or a real classic take on that kind of a, an old style film Um and as you say, kind of within 10 minutes, it very quickly takes that formula and kind of flips it on its head almost. Um, it, it does such a good job of of taking such an old style of film and an old style of a story and then reinventing it and making it nice and fresh and modern and new. Um, and does it with so, so much confidence. You can tell when a film or, or something is created and they're just confident that what they're doing is going to be good. Yeah. And it, it just it exudes it the whole way. Um the, uh, there's so many there's so many little things which are perfect about it yeah um the obviously as we've said the cast are fantastic i think anna de Armas is wonderful as 
basically the main character yeah she pretty much she, she kind of ends up becoming the yeah the main character when when you sort of certain you start to realize that maybe um daniel the the Daniel Craig's character, the detective, starts to you start to have sort of doubts about how quite how good he is. Yes, at point. So you start <laughs> thinking, is he real? Because <laughs> he comes in the, the the opening of the film is this quite long sequence where all of the family members are being mm. interviewed with. Uh, we'll talk about that a bit more. In a second. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that in a sec. One, get excited. Like, Sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but um, he, you know, she kind of then takes over the sort of. Yeah, finding out what happened and uh, putting mm. the story together, and it's very, very clever. That first scene, um, yes, very, coming very movie, quickly back to coming that. very quickly back to that one, Will, <laughs> um, is absolutely amazing because it introduces every single one of the you know the family, the main the suspects, family, yeah, and this uh, policeman is um, interviewing them, and um, the, the two policemen, isn't it? There's two policemen, and they're they're like such a funny duo. Those two, yeah. like they they are not. Like, you almost think like, oh, these guys are like so crap at their job type of people, yeah. like bumbling along kind of, but actually they're, they're hilarious. And they, some of their lines that come out are just perfect at the time. Um, yeah, so you were saying, yeah, so they are, they're doing this these interviews. And, and, and they literally ask the, the same question, like, um, where were you at this time and thing? Um, what was, I can't remember some of the other questions they're asking, but it's basically stuff to get an idea of what happened that night. Yeah. And you, and you, you sort of learn through all these questions what each family member thinks about the others. Yes. And what they think about Harlan, the guy that died. Yeah. And it's a really clever way of starting. And it also has such a perfect introduction to Daniel Craig's ben character. Wobble. Because for each... Because <laughs> you kind of... It goes through all of the characters and then they all... The, the two policemen are asking questions every single one of them gets sidetracked every every single yeah. um, family member sidetracks them yeah. with something else and he's sat there with his legs crossed I can't, is his I don't think his he's face, in the shadow he's, he's in, kind the of shadow, in the shadow that's he's in the shadow yeah. and he's sat there by a piano and he just reaches over and presses quite high notes yeah. and then the policeman goes oh sorry yeah. um, what did you think of this and, <laughs> yeah. he, and he asks the same question to everyone else and everyone's reaction is they kind of they like lean over a little bit look over him kind of a bit like what? I Who the, the hell is he? I'm trying to think. So I think the like Jamie Lee Curtis and Tony Collette and that is sort of look at him and go, "Excuse me, who who's that guy back there?" And, yeah. then, and then he's like, oh, "I'm Benoit," Blanc. and like that, comes in, and then it goes to I think Dom Johnson. She's like, "Who the fuck is that yeah, guy?" Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got so many moments that are yeah. so perfect. There's little bits where, um, I mean, later on in the film, they mm. do they. There's a part where Benoit Blanc is trying to piece together what happened like how yeah. the killer got in and out of, yeah. the, of the house if there was a killer if there was you know if there was a killer <laughs> going in and, out. and um they go through and they're sort of looking at um evidence of how they could have got in and how they could have broken mm, in mm. and you as a viewer know yeah you as a viewer know how it's happened and as you're going through you're seeing how he is sort of missing key clues yeah. because you've actually seen how it happened yeah and it's so clever yeah. how that how, how that whole section is actually gone that you just see him going uh, for example like there's a part of um, boot prints yeah. in the mud uh, just outside the estate and you see him sort of noticing like, oh it's been it's been raining a lot recently like that and then just as all the boot prints get um, like I think a load of dogs like rush through yes. them all to obscure them just as he's about he realises wait nobody's sitting in that yeah. mud and then yeah. they, all the dogs just run through and they're like oh I'm sorry like, yeah didn't realise so it happens like three or four times in that whole section it's absolutely brilliant the um with the interviews as well there's a really really clever um bit of editing they do with it where they are asked a question and they'll be giving an answer and then they will it will the next question will be asked I think and then the a new character will give the answer. Yeah. So it doesn't like reintroduce each character each time. It kind of cuts the questions between the characters and they're all giving answers to the other questions kind of. And you, it, that's how you kind of learn how they yeah. feel about each other as well, um, which is so, so well done. I love as well how a lot of the characters, a lot of the, a lot of the actors are cast in, in roles that are very sort of, must feel like the Jamie Lee Curtis character mm. is very very her and obviously Dom yeah. Johnson's is very but I like how a few of the, the actors are cast in very like different um 
roles than they might normally be known for. Like, for example, Daniel Craze is like a yeah. southern police detective. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Completely kind of like different to what the action star that we've seen before. And yeah. um, I like um, Michael Shannon as well, who's, you know, usually playing some kind of messed up villain in yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, He's playing quite a pathetic... <laughs> he's got, has he got a cane? Has he got a walking uh, yeah, stick? Yeah, he's, he's got a walking stick, but he's also quite, just quite a pathetic bloke yeah. in the film as well. And, <laughs> Um, Tony Collette, obviously. Yeah. Who? She's fantastic. She's well, so good. She was obviously in Hereditary and was yeah. horribly overlooked for that role, I think, as well. But then also, I didn't realize I've, I saw this very recently. Um, About a Boy was on, and she's she's the mum in About a Boy. Oh, Tony cool. Collette. So I was like, ah, I've not actually seen that. Um, yeah, it's good. Oh, I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at the bottom of the Wikipedia. Mm. Um, Joseph mm. Gordon Levitt has a voice cameo in the movie. Huh. Don't know where that is. JGL getting in there. Yeah. Good on him. I'll have to look up where that yeah, is. Yeah, good on sure. him. <laughs> um, well, he's in a Looper, isn't he? So maybe maybe he has a, a love for him. Oh, I don't know. Did he do Looper? Right. Yeah. Oh. That was his first like big film. I don't know. Like big, I've, big film. I don't know if I've seen Looper. Oh, it's very good. It's like he has to go and kill himself. Yes. Hayden Christensen? Bruce Willis. What am I thinking of? Hey, that, is that Jumper? That's thinking jump, jumper? You're thinking of Jumper. <laughs> jumper is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I very rarely, I very rarely watch a film and go, I thought that was bad. Like most yeah. times I'll always still be like, oh That's yeah, you I always enjoyed do that, it. Don't you? Pardon? You always do that. You look at, what? Shut up. Do you know what? I don't think I've seen either of them. I've seen, Looper's great. Maybe I have seen Looper. I kind of... With the shotgun, the weird shotgun. Yeah. Bruce Willis, JGL. Well, I've just seen like trailers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are talking about it. For Isn't it? Um, hasn't haven't they just made a remake of that with Will Smith, where he has to like Gemini Man. Gemini Man. <laughs> <laughs> Jumper though. Jumper. Is it called Jumper? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely called Jumper. Don't. See Did it. they come out at a similar time? Maybe, maybe. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Man, they they ruined his life. Didn't they, they did. Supposedly, he was like quite an up and coming guy. Do you think he's gonna be back? Do you think he's gonna be in Nine? Let's not go there. We'll, we'll leave that to the other for okay. next episode. Back I'm to Knives Out. Back to Knives Out. throw that up. You'll <laughs> listen to this. Think about that. Good shout. Good shout. Good shout. Yeah. Knives Out though. Back really, on track. Back uh, on track. Another thing I just want to mention really mm, quickly mm. while we're, we're, we're riffing yeah. on this is the set design of the, mm, of the, the house. mansion is incredible. Obviously, you'll have seen in trailers if you've seen it, the... Um, the whole the, the the room where you see all the night that sort of like display of knives with like a chair in the middle uh, with a chair that's that's the interview scenes yes. that are generally happening in there from the beginning of the film and they're always framed with the knives with going the knives round the them. person um, so cool yeah so funny um, and and that's it's actually a big plot point in yes. the film though as well which I love which um, is it's so again it's just it's like begging for like oh. They found someone dead because he's had his throat slit with a knife, and it's like, oh, there's a whole rack of knives in yeah. the living room. I, the um, the way that it comes, the way that those knives come into the story mm. is mm. very clever, and then so so funny. Yeah, with the payoff of it. Yeah, it's such like we were sat in the in the uh, the sort of pop up cinema in um, South Bank. South. Bank. Oh no, sorry, Embankment Gardens. Yeah, um, um, somewhere in London, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. um, and I think everyone was yeah. just uh, literally roaring Wet with laughter themselves. when when this moment happened. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's um, it just it has a good tempo. It it kind of goes along. It keeps the mystery there, and I think what it does quite well it, as as well is letting you think you've solved it. And then just twisting enough to say, oh, by the way, you need to rethink a couple it's, of things because it's so clever. Because it's a it's a who it's built as a who done it. Yeah, and then it's a case of no, okay, it's not not really who done it. And then it's well, hang on, how come this is happening? And you you go on this. It's a very fun journey. Yeah, the whole thing. It, it's it's the, the what it does well about that is that you are learning along with the characters in exactly the same fashion that they're learning but you just have that little bit of extra knowledge because you've seen all the characters mm. learning things um but there is still there's yeah it still holds back enough by the end i like how in a way i kind of get the feeling from this movie that the the world of it is obviously you know a, a realistic world mm. but there's little things that are a little bit fantastic that you just sort of for example, for example, 
Um, so as we mentioned, Anna de Armas is the the um, nurse, and yeah. and she's uh, oh, I don't want to be. She's basically her family. A family. A mum, mother was an immigrant, wasn't she? Yeah. I can't quite. Oh no, that's a huge joke. It's, isn't it? it's one of the jokes. I was so just going to bring one, it up. One of the best jokes in the movie is that um, obviously a lot of the a lot of the film is about. Um, looking at different people's perspectives on stuff and what they and and their stories of stuff. So you obviously, yeah. like we said at the beginning, the interview scene, you get um, you get a lot of different people saying what they think happened on an evening, and when they talk about Anna de Armas's character Marta, mm-hmm. um, they will eat, eat. So she's from a South American country, which Andrew's just looking up. I'm at trying the to find out. Yeah, um, and she. Uh, Every, every single character in the family uh, brand her as a different rate, uh, different nationality from yes. from South America, which is firstly it's hilarious the first few times it happened because it's like, oh well it's Holland's Brazilian nurse, or then it's oh she's Ecuadorian, or, yeah. and it's like every single time it's different. It's absolutely brilliant, but then it also is really funny to show that they, oh they they care about her, but do they actually care about her? And it's it shows like it shows a very good. I don't think it actually tells. I don't, I'm just looking here, and I don't think it's actually said where she is. Oh, actually, it doesn't actually it's tell a you. Latin American country. Nice, nice. But yeah, it's, everyone, it's more, everyone. The joke is that everyone says something different. Yeah, and it, and it just shows more of their character. Um. um so so yeah. her characters, she um. Obviously, you know, it's a mur- kind of murder mystery sort of mm. thing. So obviously, there's going to be you know, and all the family are there and there's interviews and there's going to be a lot of lies and deception. So her character has this, um, this, uh, fit of this problem, basically, yeah. that she can't lie. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. So, but, so you find out <laughs> she, early She has on a medical condition. She has a medical condition where if she tells a lie or even thinks about telling a lie. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, thing, I, I, I think she gets queasy. Yeah, but basically if she tells a lie, she just projectile vomits. <laughs> Uh, which is so weird. Yeah. It's like, it's never, uh, uh, it kind of never really fully explained, but it doesn't need to be. Exactly. Um, and so obviously having someone who physically cannot lie in a murder, in a murder mystery, mystery is just absolutely brilliant. Mm. And um, mm. the way that comes into play in the story is hilarious. Yes, the various different so scenes funny. with that is is, is excellent. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned um, earlier about the house. Mm. One thing which I love about it, and I think all films which are kind of done in one place, most most of the film is all kind of shot in that one area. Um, it's laid out in such a great way that throughout the film, you get so used to it that you know where every room is. Mm. So every time you, you're, you're in a room, you know where that is and you have that sense of... Um, right, I know that this is just around the corner from this room, which means that this could have happened or something. So like the house is so well realised that it almost becomes another character itself, be it being this this incredible building. Yeah. Um, and I think the more the more you think about it, the the more the characters in it. It's it. You know, there's no boring character in there. No, I know. think certain characters naturally get more time. Yeah. Um, than other characters, in an ideal world, some of them would get more time than they did get. Yeah. But that's kind of. I mean, like you just go. You just obviously Marta's character. She will vomit if she lies yeah there is I f- we didn't mention her at the beginning actually but there's the like sort of grandma great grandma oh here. she has got so many fantastic mini moments in that film she basically like can't speak or something she's like she's so oh, she just sits there she's in her so wheelchair senile and, and kind of old that she just doesn't, doesn't know what's going yeah. on um obviously harlan is a murder mystery writer who's uh who's killed in suspicious circumstances which is such a good <laughs> um the you know chris evans character ransom literally just is so up himself yes and so and chris like, it, 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 chris evans just epitomizes all of that in his performance with yeah it. and it's such a good performance coming off being like captain america yeah he's like the most straight lace yeah. like character it's, ever then to play this guy so who's smarmy. Just the worst. <laughs> and obviously like we said the there's a the alt-right troll as the yeah. young lad and tony collette's um basically money grabbing um what is she she's like a she's just like yo- like a yoga instructor or something, yeah i she? think so absolutely like so funny yeah um yeah ev- literally everyone in this film just absolutely nails it with yeah uh performances it's absolutely brilliant yeah i i 
I completely agree. I would hugely recommend anyone who has any fleeting interest in any sort of mystery related thing or just needs a good fun time. Yeah. Um, I can't, yeah, recommend it enough. Um, I think it also does a pretty, it's kind of, I don't know if it's to say on the nose, but it does a really good job as well of kind of talking about current cultures and stuff as well. It's a good social commentary kind of oh, that, that yeah. runs through the film. Definitely throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah. There's a lot of issues about when people die in people becoming selfish and money grabbing and racism and all sorts yeah. of kind of issues um that we see rife in society nowadays kind of it it does a pretty good and like light-hearted but serious way of talking about them um which i think is something which you don't you don't go into the film looking for it mm. but it does a really good job of actually pushing like not pushing that but but talking about that yeah um which i like I think as well for Ryan Johnson, it really sort of it backs up for me that although I I I didn't hate the Last Jedi mm. as a lot of people did, but I wasn't super into it. No, yeah, yeah. And um, like this is just so confident and yeah. um, I'm trying to think what um, like sharp. Yes, it's as a quite as a as a pun on the on the name of the yeah. film, but um, it's it's so, and the fact that he wrote this that script, yeah. Is, absolutely yeah i think he i think he normally writes all of his films yeah 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 um, very very quick witty the conversations are so multi-leveled um yeah very intense and kind of uh, people talk quickly but you always get the point of everything as well which is which is always a good hallmark um for a good script um it just makes me kind of actually a lot more positive on like him as a director and a writer mm. going forward as well because I think there was so many questions and when we because I remember when start when last Jedi or the for all happened about that mm. and because I think at the time he was down to do a he was going to do the last one wasn't he he was going to be direct was he going to do the last one Oh no no! Was. There was there was a couple of other people, wasn't it? Dan yeah. Trachtenberg, I think was one. Of them. Um, but I think he, he was, was going to do his own down trilogy. To have an, his own Star Wars trilogy yeah. with Disney, and I kind of think that is still on the table. It might well be because I know obviously the um, uh, the Benioff and Weiss. The that one's not happening anymore. No, the it? Game of Thrones guys. One stop. Their one isn't happening, which is a massive shame. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Ryan Johnson's is still potentially. I think I've been really interested how that might come out if he has you know his whole whole reign over it as much as you can with Disney. Yeah. Um, because this project Knives Out is absolutely fantastic, and I can't I can't really recommend it enough. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. I yeah, I, I'm a huge yeah huge advocate. I think it was a fantastic yeah. film. Um, let's see here. So yeah, the Game of Thrones guys were going to do a trilogy. So that's been cancelled. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're still engaged with Lucasfilm and we'll wait and see. Um, no updates on it at this moment, but yeah, um, good news for us who enjoyed that film. We've still, we're still on for doing a, a trilogy. So yeah, Brilliant. still on. Still yeah, on for it. That's um, great. You should definitely, you should, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check out Looper because it, it's fantastic. I think he's done another film. I think the film before that was called Brick, which I haven't seen, but I think people really like that as well. Mm. Um yeah, this this put in my mind, and we we were lucky enough to, as you said um, before the film, have a little Q and A with him, um, or kind of they asked a few questions to him, and he he's he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a really he cool guy. Cool, he yeah. comes across really well when when talking about the film, um, and you can tell he was just yeah really passionate about it. Um, it this also reaffirms in my head that I love a mystery. Yes. I just love a mystery. It's one of the things which I naively went into, well, not naively, but I didn't realise going into Girl of the Dragon Tattoo that that mm. was a murder mystery because yeah. I didn't know anything about the books or the original Swedish um, films. I So when we went and saw, um, what's his chops, David Fincher's Girl of the Dragon Tattoo, I had no idea that it was going to be a proper murder mystery also type Also with thing. Daniel Craig. Also with Daniel Craig. Um and I loved that about. It. I was like, oh, this blindsided me. I was like, yes, I'm so, I'm so into. That. I, I want to peel everything away from it. That, that's the thing because I think with a lot of murder mysteries, like for example, a couple of years ago there was the um, Kenneth Branagh murder of the, on the Orient Express. Yeah, 
with a you know a, huge a, cast, amazing cast, and I yeah. think he wrote. He, well, at least he directed. Obviously, he didn't write it, but yeah. he directed um, this. He may have written a script. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the problem with that was that I I I was kind of interested in seeing, and I probably would watch it now. Mm, but yeah, yeah. It's one of those that's I just know. Yeah, I think that that doesn't help. I know the like. I mean, when I say I know. I know who did it yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah 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 i mean i think most people do for yeah. that that's yeah, one of the most yeah. famous ones and i think i'm fairly certain they're doing death on the nile i think yes like i think a, you're right another version and i i've got a feeling i know that one as well okay and it's like oh it's, it's it, kind it of tempers your excitement about films, it because these, these agatha christie bits the poirot ones are so well known that it's like uh you yeah. know if they do death on the nile and then that's you know whatever if they if they do like the murder of Roger at Quarry next. Mm. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, come on! Like, I, I know. I need I know. something new. Um, I think, but that may, may, I think does that just highlight how hard it is to make a proper murder mystery? And, because and I of think fact. that's why, like, Knives Out, I would happily watch again mm. because it's it because obviously, like we mentioned, it's it's kind of not really a traditional whodunit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more about the journey of it and the and the humor. Yeah. Um, I think it's a film where you can watch again and see like, yeah. oh, and now get, I know you this. Get different things because a lot yeah. of stuff is is seeded through it, which all ties together yeah. at the end. A couple of very clever little bits, yes. actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm trying to think of other really good mystery, like murder mystery films, really, and, and stories like that that are actually... Yeah, I... Uh... It's, it's one of those genres that you it's don't underserved. really get It's underserved. Much. And I think part of the problem is it's so hard to write. Yeah. It's so hard to write properly. Um, because the, the thing that I've always struggled with is I suppose you have to have this balance between wanting the viewer, kind of almost wanting the viewer to watch along and be guessing and trying to answer and trying to get to the to the to what is the mystery yeah but you also don't want to end up with it being so left field that then you think well of course i was never going to get that because it was never a possibility yeah. that it could be that and that's the pitfall where you don't want to do that because you need it to be just credible enough that you could have worked it out but you didn't because you weren't clever enough to get through this minefield of a script or this film kind of. See, I see, I remember when I was in secondary school and we had an, in English literature, we mm. had, you know, you just, there's basically, right, I'll write a story. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to write a murder mystery because obviously yeah. I love murder mysteries. And um, I did exactly that. Yeah. Uh, my my who done it was some character that just I just brought. Just in. Random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah. But it was like two, three pages of A4. Like there wasn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other main character had chainsaws for hands. So. <laughs> Imagine what? marking that as a teacher. <laughs> then you're like, bloody hell! Like, what on earth is this boy doing? Um, the uh, the I think there's a lot of there's a lot of obviously overlap with like crime films so you've got something like seven yeah but that it's not the same seven as is this. a left field one though seven's one of those ones where it's like oh who did this yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we'll just throw it in right there yeah 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 um i guess but i uh, but what i mean is kind of there's a lot of overlap with crime being the yeah. oh the mystery the whole time but not so much the specific like who done it type yeah. thing that i think that's it almost a genre on its own yeah it's the classic like you get everyone together and they're all in this house and they can't get away because they're snowed in. Yeah, yeah. Who did it? Like, <laughs> such a good... And I, th- th- it's so hard to do because you want to... Like you said, you don't want to make it too, um, like, unpredictable who it was, but yeah. you also don't want to make it too obvious. Yeah, exactly. And that's part of the problem as well. I'm doing... Um, we play we play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, and I do. again I must I must subconsciously just love murder mysteries because I've yeah the, 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 I'm I'm as the DM dungeon um, master the dungeon master I'm trying to do trying to write a part of like a campaign where there is a murder mystery and mm. it's flipping hard because <laughs> especially in Dungeons Dragons where you're you can do whatever you want yeah yeah it's yeah. so hard to be able to like oh here's some clues or yeah to restrain and to, yourself and obviously you don't want you don't want in the first session it just to be like someone just to go oh that person did it yeah it's like uh, <laughs> okay like, oh, oh, no okay. he didn't yeah that's like <laughs> three months of sessions are in yeah thanks. so um, yeah I really like that this one didn't like it took it, a different route exactly but still had good mystery yeah all it's it's steeped in that history of a classic whodunit but it takes its own new route yeah. um which is great it's good to see yeah and it, and 
as we were saying earlier, everyone's amazing. Mm. Da- Daniel Craig <laughs> He's is very good. so, so good in this film. It, it, what was great about his character was I just didn't expect it at all. Yeah. I didn't expect it for him to be kind of almost bumbling along as well as his like character he because he his his character goes like because at the beginning you're thinking wow this guy oh, he's on he was he commands respect in, he commands in the respect. room then as the film goes on you start thinking huh this guy doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> at all and then at the end you actually yeah realize, you get your payoff okay, you, you get, get your payoff pay pay and it. you get the classic yeah i need everybody in the drawing room yes uh, now yeah so i can reveal who did it <laughs> i love yeah. that there's nothing better than that moment is there of, so good. It was you. Yeah, a camera like zooms yeah. in on the person. <gasps> <laughs> there was always that moment in the in the Poirot books or the the TV show with David Suchet where mm. Poirot would go, "It was you. You did it." Yeah, and then you had that moment. You're like, "How is this going to be one of those ones where they just go?" Oh, you got me. Uh, yeah. This, or, or is it going to be one of those ones where they get a gun out? Yeah, and they're like, and you're like, oh, you'll never get and me. And then there's like an action section at the end where like <laughs> David Suchet is like bumbling along his furrow, like just shoot the guy. Yeah, I met him. Do you know? You that? Know, yeah. Oh no, I think I remember yeah, you saying about Heathrow, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Nice guy, nice guy. Brilliant. Yeah, so if you does, yeah. uh, if you happen to be uh, an evening friend, you want the Heading cinema, off to the cinema, you know, getting the nights are getting colder, and you fancy yeah. Uh, Getting some popcorn, maybe, watching maybe, a nice film. Maybe going for a date. Or a date. Mm. Would this be a good date? Yeah, it's a good funny thing. I think that's good. Don't go, don't go on a date, an early date with someone to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then don't go on too late a date where you're just going to be kissing the whole time in the back row. Oh. Don't, be, don't do that because you want to watch it. You need, this film demands attention. Kissing in the back row. Yeah. Whoa. That's like, what's that like? Let's turn this podcast into a dating podcast. What date Why is kissing in Why don't we have a dating the... section at the end of each episode of okay, the Okay, okay. So, this is, it, is, this is the, the movie, start. <laughs> is this movie a good movie to... That's what we do. We rate it on a date meter. Excellent. I'm glad... We, I, I I'm... wanted us to get rating these yes. films in some way, but we don't want to review them in a... And I've got, the perfect, a... I've got the perfect scoring system as well. Okay, because okay. I've actually been thinking about this for weeks, what it could be. Oh, right? okay. Because okay. I, I knew we needed something. So, okay. But this is great. I'm glad we got this organised before we started recording. <laughs> yes, so we yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly. yeah. Um, there will be. There Don't will worry, be... I'll just cut this in post. Um, there will be a, <laughs> um, a snappy title for this section in the future, but yes, we have genuinely come up with it on the fly. Yeah. So, um, could is this movie a good movie to take? A fir- let's say like a first to third date. Okay. Is this a good is this a good movie to take someone on a date with? Not your first. Not your first. Definitely not the first. And the reason being, I think is any movie. I mean, I guess maybe there is somewhere, but I just think a first date you can't take someone to a film. No, I did actually. Did you? Yeah, my current wife. So it did work. Our huh. first date, we went to see a film. Do you want to know what film? Yeah, go on then. It's right. Okay. Oh. This is quite niche, but it's it's probably one of the worst possible films you could go to. This is it. The first film we're rating as film to take someone on a first date. Mm. Uh, 500 Days of Summer. Ah. So a film... I haven't actually seen JGL. It. Yes, JGL. It keeps on coming up. Um, and Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Basically, the whole thing of the film is that they... It, it's done over like a time that's like 500 Days of mm. Summer. Um, is her name Summer? No. I don't know. I can't remember. I thought that was the whole point of the name. <laughs> I, saw maybe this, I saw I this remember. film over 10 years ago. Mm. So, um, and basically they... The twist is it only the, came out in 2012. The, twi- <laughs> no, the, the twist of the film is that they don't end up together. Yeah. They're not in, so it's like such bad, a kind of depressing... Like, so so on a, how do we do this? Um, do we so, do it in kisses? No. How well, many out of five kisses? <laughs> so the okay, yeah, here's review the systems, yeah. as as you know how I feel about review systems, are yeah. bogus yes. and don't work. Yeah. So this isn't a review system as such. This is an inflection. So uh, you got to listen to how you say it. Okay. So okay, every, oh, okay, you get it. Yeah. So every single film is sixty nine. Mm. Yeah. But it could be. Lamau. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like for example let, let's go if we go back in time for the uh, realized films we've done so the matrix yeah yeah that would matrix be a, one the matrix one yeah would be 69 69 whereas the matrix revolutions would be 69 hmm i see yeah i see so every film is 69 yeah because nothing's perfect nothing's perfect but and everything has merit yeah 
Yeah. There's good, there's but, bad. But there's inflection. Yeah. Okay. I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> so. So, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Is a 69. Si- oh, well, that's a, a shake of the head as 69. well. 69. Um, knives Out. Knives Out. Are we, are we, are we oh, this, this is so spitballing on the moment here. Yeah. This is exactly what people want to listen to us talk about. Is it? Are we rating this on a first date basis? I reckon like f- like first few dates. First few dates. Okay. Because I mean, in that case, then does it like if you are getting a bit, a little bit kissy kissy, but you're going to miss some stuff. Yes, exactly. So in this kind of film, if you miss something here and there, you're going to miss clues that might pay off later. Mm. But I still think there'd be good payoff. There would, and it is it is a funny film. Yeah. Um, Comedy's probably generally going to rate a bit higher on this. Yeah, yeah. Which I th- normally I, they don't. I think my rating for this would be 69. Ooh, okay. Six, okay. 69. Because I think the other thing we've got to take into account is, like, sex appeal. Mm. Because if you are going to be going on a first date and you're thinking... You could be in here. Yeah. You could be getting lucky. You need probably a bit of sex appeal for both sides. Yeah. To get things moving. Yeah. 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 Like you might look at your date and you're thinking, oh, they've got a bit of popcorn stuck in their teeth. That's not nice. But then you look at the screen and Chris Evans is there. And you're like, with a shirt that off. is nice. And you're like, oh, I don't think he has a shirt off in this film. No. no yeah. um, but Chris Evans. Yeah. But Chris Evans. Yeah. Anna de Armas. Anna, good looking girl. Yeah. Exactly. So, and you know, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. He's bomb, man. Yeah. Dad bod. Dad bod. Better than dad bod. Much better Much than dad bod. Better than dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, that, so on that basis then, Matrix Reloaded would be 69 <laughs> because of the hot sweaty sex scene in it. Well, I think that section of it is... is It's 69. 69. But I think most of the rest of the film is 69. 69. Yeah. It's a, it's a 69. See, I think this is the problem with the written media of reviews you can't have inflection i see i see see? i see this is why podcasts and video (laughs) reviews only way only way you can read something so so knives out out. i've given mine you've given yours yours was a kind of a i've actually forgotten what it was but it was sex appeal is like because there's not like there's not nudity in this film it's not because they're in i think it's a 12a well there's a little bit of violence there's a little bit of violence and there's a a bit of swearing drug use as well some drug use i I think it's a 12a it might be a 15 now if it's a light 15 if it is but there's very there's attractive people but Mm. then i guess most films are going to have attractive people that is the problem with hollywood um there's not a lot of sort of sexual no moments no 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 no. so i don't think it scores highly on sex appeal no so but i think i think it is a good film because of the comedic nature of it Mm. you're going to walk out of that film with a good feeling yes and you'll have laughed a bit yeah and i think i think you'll hopefully come away quite impressed as well so my score for it is 69 huh 69 69 69 excellent 69 i think it's mine i think we're all agreed that um knives out very good film definitely worth 69 definitely worth 69 in the review scale yeah um any thought any thoughts of some final word on on knives out as we know um no i think i just kind of echoing what we've said in that I, i thought it was a excellent film very very sharp and witty script um very well put together great acting all round great cast um i don't really have much that i didn't like about the film yeah just it, it the tempo was really good throughout the whole film it kept you have bits of excitement and then it let you lower down kind of in like sort through facts and stuff and yeah i thought i thought it's just a, a, a fantastic film yeah you like you said i actually couldn't think of anything i didn't like in it mm. And I and do you know while we were sat watching it, when you find out that it's not a traditional whodunit, yeah, I actually sat there and I was thinking, oh no, yeah, I was, when I was watching, I was, I was like, like, oh no, I wanted I was, the whodunit. I was hoping there was going to be another twist that that wasn't actually how it happened. Yeah, that wasn't actually who did it. Yeah. Um, but the but the fact that you watch and then it keeps it keeps you going and it, yeah. and it doesn't matter that it's not exactly. It really like I came out so positive about it. So, yeah. um, very very good. Yeah. So. That is our final word on Knives Out. We will Indeed. be back soon um, in a couple of 
weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, I imagine the next um, one we'll probably do will be the Star Wars one. Um, or potentially, uh, when's Watchmen? Well, Watchmen, we've still a few got... Four weeks of Watchmen. Four weeks of Watchmen. Four weeks of Watchmen. You want to do Star Wars? So we're going to do Star Wars well, yeah, before... Four weeks will take us pretty much up to Christmas almost with Watchmen. Star Wars comes out on the ni- 18th of yeah. December. We are going to go and watch it on the 19th. Um, we we going the on the first day. day. That is the first day. No, well the sorry the midnight. Oh, the midnight showing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. So we're gonna go on the 19th, and so, we can't record that day. This, but maybe. But oh, so I meant as in the, the last Jedi. Were we gonna do an episode, or we're gonna do that together? I thought we were gonna do a sort of. I feel like this is the best place to have this conversation. I think this is what the audience wants. Okay, next episode will almost certainly be Star Wars. Yeah. Um We will also get a Watchmen series one. Yeah. Um, uh, episode out by I would say by New Year so yeah. that's probably oh, yeah, the yeah. two episodes of Realised for the rest of the year um, in the future yeah we're, we're, as, as we, we kind of said recently I think we'll, we'll turn this kind of into like a, a film club type yeah. thing film and TV club um, we will look we will still continue the idea which we started with we're looking at like trilogies or, th- or kind of series of mm. films but I think we'll do it in a bit more of a spor- sporadic way yeah. and we'll just have a film here and there like there's a lot of films that I want you to see in, yeah. inversely so I'll tell you what thing I'm most excited about to talk about but also fills me with rage mm. is um, the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian Again, Star Wars related. See, but, yes. Um, very annoyed about that. But hope next time when we talk about um, the Last Jedi and the sequel series of Star Wars, yeah, um, I will rant at length about the fact that we're three episodes into the Mandalorian, and I have seen nothing. Well, we won't see it until it's finished. We won't see it until probably April next year. By the way, that's I when March. I think it's April. Is it April? Yeah, oh Disney Plus in the UK. Mate. So that's really frustrating, especially because a lot of people that I follow on Twitter are watching it every yeah. week and, and posting pictures of baby Yoda. Ah. And it's so cute and I can't watch it. Yeah. So until next time on Realize, um, enjoy watching films and TV and shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Knives out. Knives out. 69.